You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Happy first of the year, happy new year, greetings, niggas, 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 everyone in between. Welcome to the first episode of 2022 of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Y'all niggas know who the hell I am, shit. Um, and I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Candice. Uh, you know, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Happy New Year. New Year. New mess. New drama. New chaos. New ratchetry. Uh, all of that. We are adding our first Netflix show to the lineup this year. New Year, new content as well. So we will be discussing selling Tampa. We got an overwhelming amount of tweets. Well, it's not overwhelming, but we got several tweets, several questions about if we will be adding selling Tampa to the to the lineup. And we have space to add it. I've been watching it, and I I can say that um I like the energy is given off. <clears throat> it's some cattiness. It's some cattiness, it's a mess, it's some, you know, and it's a it's a group of beautiful black women making money off white folks. That's just reparations. You can't go wrong there. And then we'll be talking about love and hip hop family reunion, and then we'll be finishing it off with uh, Salt Lake City, to which I say, if all of the show, if all of the Salt Lake, uh, if all the house, Housewives franchises are not measuring up to Salt Lake City, it's time to revamp them. <laughs> AKA House Housewives alone. And Potomac, honestly. If yeah. you really think about the this previous season of Potomac, literally nothing really happened. They just I'm fabricated a lot of mess and chaos. Speaking of which... Segway. Before we before we get yeah before we get into the shows, the rumor mill is buzzing about Monique and Chris Samuels uh, being the the forefront couple of love and marriage DMV. To I just want to say, say <clears throat> if you could not handle Potomac, mm. you will not be able to handle love and marriage. The mm. fans are going to eat you the fuck up. Ask Melody, ask Martel, ask Marceau, ask Tisha, ask Miss Wanda. Ask the, the criticisms, the feedback, the, you know, all of that it is much harsher through the Love and Huntsville franchise just because their drama is so raw and it's not fabricated. Yeah, for the most so part. If you, if y'all are not going to even the parts that we thought was apparently was very real. So <laughs> even if you are not going to, if you're not prepared to get dragged by your taint hair, why are y'all doing this? You ran Monique. You ran from Potomac. You had a champagne glass. You had a contract. They were willing to sacrifice Candace to keep you there. So I just want to understand what you think you're going to get with love and marriage. Because if you have not watched Huntsville, you need to. Because of, it, go ahead, friend. One of my uh, followers, uh, <laughs> when I saw this, uh, one of my followers, I forget, I forget uh, the ad name. Blame it on my head, not my heart. 
But one of them said, like, Mama just wanted to be the main star. She literally fought for it. And that is hilarious and also very true. <laughs> and yeah. it's even funnier considering when we think about love and marriage, uh, Huntsville. I mean, we could just get to the root. Like, the main shit was a cheating scandal. And granted, it was some bullshit with them Potomac couples, but the main shit with Monique and why she was so mad was cheating scandals cheating and rumors. scandals. So, mm-hmm. like, Jabril, are it's you It's very weird for you to be running head first into this. Um, like I said, you couldn't have possibly watched one single episode of Love and Marriage Huntsville because, in my opinion... Like we said, for the most part, the drama, the chaos, the calamity is very much non-scripted. Carlos King is very much so, so not hiding a lot of what's going on amongst these couples. All of their problems have been put on Front Street down to problems that they've had with their own fucking kids. You didn't want to share none of that on Potomac. So what is this going to do for you? That's what I'm confused about. People's kids then got caught vaping on Huntsville. We didn't have outside baby cheating rumors. We got Tisha and Marceau having a, a therapy off on who can spring the therapist on who. And so I just, you know, I just want to know what, what it is you expect from this franchise My, that you didn't get from Potomac. And as Jeremy said, it's got to be one to be the head bitch in charge. I will say this. To piggyback off that, I will say this. If you're going to be the Monique that you was on the reunion, that's okay. But if you're going to be the Monique that I remember in, I think it was Karen's house, doing all that crying and carrying on and all this performing and grandstanding that you felt, I'm not even myself because you beat somebody Talking ass. about blaming it on your ass, blaming yeah, it like, on your childhood you and gonna, shit. Like, we don't, you're not going to be, the fans going to eat you alive. Yeah, so if you're going to do that, if that's the Monique you're going to be, keep it now if you're gonna be the monique on the re- that she was on a reunion i'll tune in there if you're gonna be binder monique i'm with it but i just need you to stand up if you're gonna be a super villain stand up in it yes. if you're gonna be the bitch ass be the bitch ass and stand up in it yes yes that's all i'm asking you to do if you're gonna fuck around um, fuck around exponentially hello that's all we're asking for um, and I do want to see Chris fat ass mama on this show <laughs> if she if she made it through the pandemic. Um, I didn't like her. Don't like her. Um, also, <sighs> Monique is anti-vax and she's been saying some very, very stupid things across social media. So I'm really looking forward to the fans dragging her. The oxtress. Yeah. Just very fucking weird. Mm. Very stupid. Very stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we're going to jump into it. Speaking we added, well, we added Selling Tampa to the lineup. And Selling Tampa is about an all Black woman, Black woman owned with Black women uh, real estate agents, a brokerage firm, real estate brokerage firm called Allure Realty. Um, the, the, one of the key things that stands out to me is that the, the owner, the founder, the head bitch in charge is dating Chad Johnson. And right there, she loses a lot of credibility for me of all the dicks to suck in the world. You go and suck the dick of somebody who lost his whole career for abusing a woman. Like imagine getting Evelyn Lozada's sloppy dicks. 
Exactly. So that that stood out to me. Um, let me pull up my notes because I did take some notes. First of all, all of these women are beautiful. Let me say that. It's a good looking. I person. see. I see how y'all are bleeding these white people's pockets dry because y'all are very very attractive. Y'all got face waist. Y'all got face no waist ass hips and tits. And that is a beautiful combination for getting white people out of their money. Yeah, it's just reparations. Yep. Um, But Sherelle, she is an army vet. She has three kids and she started this real estate firm um, about a year ago from, you know, the first episode. And she's done really well for herself. And she has a crew of black women who are real estate agents. The thing that stood out to me about Sherelle was that her mama's house burned down and she didn't go see her yet. Mm. You know what that kind of reminded me of? Remember damn, uh, was it? Remember Jackie Christie and that grandchild that got, that was, what it was, yeah. they got or something and, they ain't, and she ain't go see him. That's what it reminded me yep. of. Yep. Um, Rena is one of the other real estate agents. She has a degree in engineering. She has a JD, but she decided to get into real estate. Um, she, after being neighbors with Sherelle, they became friends, knew each other very well. There's some weird energy between Sherelle and Rena. And it shows itself when we get to this uh, kind of a cocktail hour where they are showing this massive ass house that's on the market for $9 million. Mm. And in their marketing photo, they, they use a photo that Rena is not in, but she's in all of the other photos. And the only reason she's not in that photo is because she had to leave because the photo shoot ran late. She was on time, but other women were late and she had to leave to go to her daughter's opening performance in a school play. That was very ugly to me. I don't care if you necessarily don't like uh, the pictures that she's in, but there's no way you leave out one of your real estate agents in that photo. Even if you had to have the photographer Photoshop her into the photo you like, they could have done that. Technology is a mug, especially when she was on time and y'all was late. Hello, which... Then we have Colony and Ann Sophie, who are the youngest agents, but apparently they are the ones that are selling the most and bringing in the most commission. Um, they, they don't have children. They're single. They're full loose and fancy free. Then we have old Grandmammy Joanna, <laughs> who has been married for five years, has a 22-year-old son and a grandson, and she's long-winded as fuck, and she is very um she gives me a lot of pick me vibes because Mm. she sat the ladies down to start reading definitions of what cocktail attire is and she shows up to the event and she's the one not in cocktail attire she got on this ugly ass dress that looked like some couch cushions her titties (laughs) hanging out if she bend over everybody gonna see her business And she's going through a divorce and actively hiding it from the other ladies. And she's not hiding it because she wants privacy. She's hiding it because she is a pick me. Mm -hmm. And God forbid that after you have all this pick me advice for these other ladies, your marriage ends up in shambles. 
Like there's nothing disgraceful or shameful about getting a divorce unless you have prided yourself on being married. Yeah. If you have made marriage your personality trait, then yes, getting divorced is probably very embarrassing. And I believe that's why she don't want to tell the women because she always throwing up the fact that she's been married and she this and she that. Well, you getting divorced now, baby. Welcome to the projects. You got to shut up sometime. Marriage is not a personality trait. I'm somebody that's married. I don't run around being like, well, yeah, if you was married, you would know. If, you know, wait till you get married. And I've been, that nobody give a fuck. Don't nobody give a fuck that I'm married. It's giving, Only people that give a fuck that I'm married is the people in this marriage. Me and Mike. It's giving, remember, uh, remember that one scene in Potomac when Karen was on that damn bus talking about the institution of marriage. Yeah. Mike That's talking about even, even he don't care that much. I definitely don't, don't feel like I care so much about marriage that I need to throw it in everybody's face. I don't care that much about even my own marriage to be trying to use it as a, as a big joker. It's not a big joker. It's well, a relationship. A and people are in relationships every fucking day. Whether they be marriage, whether they be long-term, whether they be fuck buddies. People are in relationships every fucking day. There is no reason to be snarky and snooty about being fucking married when we know how marriage is ending a majority of the time. Half of marriage is ending divorce. So instead of throwing it up in people's face all the time about being married, why don't you just go home and do the work to make sure that you aren't on the on the wrong end of that statistic? Hello. That's what you should do. I don't give advice to people. Don't ask me for no marriage advice. Every marriage is different. You just got to figure it out as you go. All right. So there's, there's that's no one, why there's no one size fits all to any type of relationship. At all, not even friendships, not even none of it. Everything is a case by case basis, depending on the people in the in the relationship, friendship, whatever ship in the ship. Go dive off the ship, sink the ship. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all <right>. But let's <laughs> just let's just be honest that there's her not telling the other lady she's getting divorced doesn't have anything to do with privacy. She's a pick me, and she don't want them laughing at her. That's what that is. One thing about them chickens, they come home to roost. They come home to roost. Um, the other girl, Tanil, is also in a long distance relationship, and she she says she hope her nigga don't propose no time soon. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. I'm glad to see that there are that women are getting away from thinking that marriage is the end all be all. If marriage is something that you want to do, you can do it, but. I think a lot of women are starting to understand that you can still have happy, healthy, loving relationships. If you want to do things like put things into play legally, you know, financially that can happen too, but you don't have to do it through marriage. Like when you make marriage, the focal point, sometimes you overlook a lot of stuff that you wouldn't have otherwise overlooked. So I do, I do like to um, they brought up so there's Carla who's having a hard time selling after the pandemic. I would imagine that's a lot of people. 
I would imagine in real estate and in business in general, as we can see, a lot of people are having a hard time bouncing back. One, it's still an ongoing pandemic. Correct. That's the first thing. Businesses, finances, money, and everything else is still being heavily affected. I don't care what lies the government is telling. I don't care what smoke and mirrors they're putting up in front of our faces. There are a lot of people who have not and honestly may never really bounce back from how damaging this pandemic is. Right. So I do I do appreciate seeing that perspective. I wondered if they would do it. Um, you know, because a show like this, they're trying to make everybody seem high price, high style, high living, luxury. But the truth of the matter is, even some of the wealthiest of the wealthiest took hits in this pandemic, minus the ones that the government get in it got in their pocket. But people who were making good money, good money before the pandemic, a lot of them suffer too. Yeah. So I was glad, and she talked about, you know, her high school sweetheart how they broke up during the pandemic it was a 10-year relationship and ultimately it just sent her into a depressive tailspin which is not uncommon yeah. and so, I'm so glad many people that have was... lost so much in these last two to three years yeah absolutely and i will say i was glad that sherelle spoke about getting professional help i'm glad she wasn't one of them people that was talking about praying it away it'll be okay just keep your head up Sometimes if you just can't keep your head up. Sometimes you need professional help. Yeah. Sometimes you need to lay your head down on somebody's couch virtually. On somebody's couch, lacing your head down on somebody's couch, on somebody's shoulder who is unbiased, who will give you, you know, the tools you need to get through this. And if not, they will give you a referral to a psychiatrist who will then write you a prescription to help you get through this. So I appreciate it that aspect of it um but then in episode two Sherelle springs on the girls that she's changing their commission structure so initially the commission structure was 95 percent goes to the real estate agent and five percent to the brokerage firm but now it's 80 20 and Rena was mad and I think what made her the most mad is that she said she feels like an outsider. So she feels like, why would you change the commission structure when you can't even be bothered to get a photo with all of us in it? I was excluded from the photo, but then you want to change my commission and get more of my money, but I'm going to have to do a lot more of the heavy lifting. Cause based on that marketing photo, I'm not even associated with this firm. And she had valid points. Correct. Don't leave me out, but then make sure my money is included. No, we're not playing not, that game. It, it's giving rain there, guys. And especially like in a in a business that y'all are in, which is a business, playing, playing high school games in the profession that y'all are in, it's just very tacky. It's very tacky and it's very much so playing into the trope that this black women can't work together. Black women don't get along. Black women don't run businesses well. Because honestly, yes, you can change the commission structure. Sure, brokerage firm. Absolutely sure. But the women that you're working with, they should be, they should be your equals. You should not be talking down to them like it's my way or the highway. Because you don't have a brokerage firm if you don't have these black women bringing commission to the table. So a real, a real formal breakdown of why you decided to change the commission structure would have been beyond fair. 
but you just gonna well i'm changing it is 80 20 it is what it is no where why is it 80 20 where's that other what did that other 15 percent comprise does it provide health care does it provide a retirement plan does it what is it doing is it providing more leads you say it's going to provide more leads but the other ladies are saying they don't see it so if you're not providing leads now where's what percentage of that money is going to go to providing them viable leads that lead to them closing and gaining commission something in the milk ain't clean something in them yeah even if she has all that information why not just turn it into an actual presentation and present it? Okay, so with the additional 15%, this is where that money will be going. This is what it's for. Maybe it's for an HR person. Maybe it's for an IT department. Maybe it's to get new software, new computers so that everybody is on the same page. But as a business owner, you do owe your employees that much to know where their money is going if you're taking it. So I, I felt like it was just kind of, that was an ugly situation. And when Rena asked about it, she like, I'm not putting a gun to your head, making you work here. That's not how you talk to your employees. No. Even if they are a bit disgruntled about how things are going. Hey, Rena, I know that you have a problem with the new thing. Let's set up a time to really talk and iron out any, any, you know, apprehension that you may have about it going forward, or let's figure out a solution. Uh, the I'm not putting a gun to your head to make you work here. Listen, in the real world, okay, if I was to go to work tomorrow and my boss said, I'm not putting a gun to your head to make you work here, guess where I would be? In HR. You're getting in trouble. That is a violation. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me like that. You getting wrote up, my guy. If y'all wouldn't, if you wouldn't talk to white people like that, why you talk to your own people like that? Can I ask that question? Mm, shake the table. You kiss them white folks' ass to get them to buy houses and sell, make commission, but you you talk down and you talk ugly to your own, to the people working with you to help you build this this dynasty of a like of a real you- real estate firm. Like, even if you want to say that was just for the cameras, it's still ugly. It's still ugly. Ugly and uncalled for. You are going to jail! But in other news, there's some beautiful... Tampa seems to be very beautiful. I've never been to Tampa, Florida. But if that which y'all are showing is beautiful, I'm sure y'all are hiding the the ugliness of it, Mm -hmm. which gives me a little pause for the cause. Just like um, on all the other house, like on the housewives shows, looking at you, Atlanta, where they show Atlanta being beautiful, which it is, but then also, you know, the ugly parts, Absolutely. you know, with, with that lady. I ain't gonna say Absolutely. her name. But, mm-hmm. 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 Um, so I am glad that we added Selling Tampa to all of our listeners who hit us up and was like, you really should add this. I really am looking forward to adding it. Um, I thank also y'all for the recommendation. Say, yes, thank you for the recommendation. I also want to say y'all do a lot of slut shaming on this show. If y'all are in the presence of re- wealthy men, 
why are y'all telling these women it's not a dating event? It's whatever it could come to be. If I could sell a house, cool. If I could get a man, that's cool too. A, a wealthy man, don't matter. Selling houses, selling pussy. I mean, I mean, it just goes hand in hand to me personally. To be honest, it could be one thing or two things, both things, one or the other, don't matter. It just can be. It is what it is. What it is. Listen. Um, we're gonna be coming back next week with episodes three and four. Um, because it is starting to get a little messy, especially between Rena and Sherelle. Um, I guarantee you the other ladies are going to find out about Joanna's divorce. And so I, I imagine it's gonna get a little cattier. And I'm looking forward to that. I also want to say um Sherelle making comments like, well, maybe if y'all sold more houses, I wouldn't have to charge more fees. That's very ugly, too. Even if you think that, it would never leave my mouth for my for my employees and coworkers to see come out of my mouth. I'm going to be Just honest a, with that. A lack of business etiquette. Yeah, you, you kind of unprofessional. Kind of is being very generous. Yeah. Kind of unprof- unprofessional. Certain things I just wouldn't let make it to the camera. I'm going to be honest. I would say that shit after my, after the cameras leave for the day, if I needed to get it off my chest, but that's ugly and it doesn't build morale. It doesn't make the people working for you feel like they can do better because you don't appreciate what they are doing and real estate. First of all, let's be honest. Luxury real estate is not an easy market for black women to break into. So the fact that these women are selling enough real estate to help you cover the upkeep of your brokerage firm, it says a lot about them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things that I always say that is scary is we talk about how we need to even this the playing field and Black people need to be in positions of power. But a lot of time when black people get in positions of power, they become the oppressors from the being the oppressed. Like they want to inflict the same oppression and nastiness on people that was once inflicted on them. And so that's why it's always scary when you start talking about, well, maybe if we have more power, it depends on where our mentality is. Do we want to be oppressed or do we want liberation? And Sherelle just kind of gives me a little bit of that. I want to I wanna treat the women that work for me the same way white folks treated me when I first hopped into real estate is what it's given for me. Um, before we go to love and hip hop, we should have talked about this at the top of the hour, but this has been a big conversation on social media and it has been uh, NeNe Leakes starting to date again. And I just want to tell people shut the fuck up <laughs> because you don't have a right to tell that woman how to grieve when to get back out there you don't know what conversations she and greg leaks had prior to his passing we don't know when they found out that his cancer was terminal there was nothing they could do we don't know the conversations they had but i'm very sure it consisted of i'm very sure it consisted of him Telling her, I want you to be happy after I'm gone. You don't get to dictate when that woman starts dating again. Greg had been sick for a very long time. And if we were Mm. to be honest, 
based on things that we saw in the past, she and Greg were not in a in a super great place. Yeah, they were only she, rema- she remained there because it would be cruel to leave somebody in the thick of a cancer battle. But they definitely had their fair share of problems. And we definitely don't know when she came to terms with the fact that she was going to have to start navigating life as a widow, as a single woman, and what that looked like for her. But it's nobody's business to dictate when she should pop out with her new man or her new men, because it looked like she's actively dating multiple guys. But that's her business. That's her right. And Greg yeah. was so much older than her. Let's be honest. Greg was so much older than her. Greg was 122. Greg was older so than now she's wife. Now she's dating men her age or maybe a few years younger and y'all are being fucking weird about it, but it's not your place to be weird. It's not your place. You know what's funny? Like, I had just hopped on Twitter uh, and before you had brought Nene up, I had scrolled by a picture of her out with one of her new booze and you know what the hell I did because I'm not a weirdo? I was like, oh, okay, she dating. Okay, cool. cool. And scrolled on by. Exactly. Like, 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 what the hell is she supposed to do? Like, like, be alone forever? Because Greg not here. What is? See, again, one of the very reasons why I spend less and less time on social media because y'all are crazy. Crazy as a motherfucker. Um, shout out to Nene Leaks and her new booze and her dating life and her choosing to live greg is gone you cannot you cannot base your life around somebody who is not coming back to you you can only live in the now and and focus on that so good good for you nini super good for you um let's hop over to love and hip (laughs) love and hip-hop family reunion because um <laughs> let me first of all my son is in his crib running his bottle against the wall because he <laughs> <laughs> these kids boy but um i just uh so we got some new information now remember when we talked about cisco letting amina stay with him because she didn't have nowhere to stay and i said that's a weird thing to be mad at because if my if my partner is out in the streets and ain't got nowhere to sleep for the night i would hope one of my friends would be like nigga you can sleep on the couch but we later find out um what made peter so mad and it's because cisco and amina kissed in that moment and i can see i still don't feel like peter gunn's got a right to be mad about none of it as much as he didn't cheated on these women, but I definitely could see why he wanted to slap the 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 baby fat off Cisco mm-hmm. because that you violated. That is a huge violation of friendship. It really is. That's a huge violation of friendship. Amina could do what she want to do. You have cheated and made enough babies on Amina that if she wanted to suck seventeen dicks in front of you, that's her business. But Cisco, you had no reason to cross that boundary with your friend's uh, wife at the time. That's fucking weird. And you are fucking weird. And I don't know why anybody wants to be friends with you because you're always violating in that capacity. And then you want to play the victim like, well, I don't know what to do uh, because uh, things have been tense and they've been weird. And I don't, you don't, you don't want to be talking about he don't like going around them because they not 
president accounted for fathers and he can't see his kids you a lie you don't want to go around because you keep violating and you know that nigga want to beat you the fuck up my um <clears throat> in seeing all of this my whole takeaway from all of this was y'all are 60 y'all <laughs> y'all are 66 and you're weird like it's weird on Cisco's part to want to kiss his friend's wife at the time wife. It's weird for Peter to want to fight over the, not even over a, her honor, his pride and ego after, you know, as you said, he done mistreated this woman for 84 goddamn centuries. It's weird on the meanest part to want to kiss a goddamn uh, walking honey bun that is friends with your at the time Hello. husband slash baby father. Like what Hello. what is y'all are old as fuck? Y'all are old as fuck doing things that high schoolers do. But you on that TV, is a, which makes you it are worse. on TV. You it is so weird and random and it's like, do y'all not know what friendship is? No, y'all don't know what friendship is. I was I about to say, you I already knew the answer to. Y'all don't know what friendship is. Y'all don't know what respect and boundaries are. Y'all don't know any of that. And that's why y'all should have just hooked up and had a loser threesome. Yeah. Three losers fucking. A loser. And got it out y'all. A loosome. Uh, yes. A loosome. It's, it's like a, 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 a triple negative stupid i just y'all are it's dumb triple, and too old a, for that instead of a triple threat it's a triple fetch a triple fail it's triple all three of y'all can go to hell triple hell just get it leave us alone but Why i do want to cuss out no go ahead you want just you want them to do what that I, like i want y'all to go to hell but also y'all broke so that's why y'all on this show absolutely also i want shekinah fat nose ass to get like get off my tv screen <laughs> i i want shekinah, shekinah out of here and the thing the reason why is the bit don't have good discernment you were you were going to bat over two predatory motherfuckers who mm. then slid you under the bus lifted it up and sat it down on your motherfucking braces mm. And you one still haven't about, learned your lesson. One thing there is about no them reason. Tables. They don't always turn. There is no reason for you to be advocating for Erica and Safari to get back together. That is my issue. I also, and I know we already know Brooke Valentine is a pick me. We I have not forgot her going up to the free clinic and giving condoms to the girl Marcus she was cheating on her with. And then even on here, she talks about how Marcus cheated on her while she was pregnant, but that's because he didn't know what it meant to be a husband and all this other <laughs> bullshit. That's bullshit. It don't take a rocket fucking scientist. You ain't never had to be married a day in your fucking life to know you don't have no business cheating on your pregnant wife. Ooh, bro, Valentine ain't got the sense God gave a fish. Lord, that's such a beautiful dumbass That's why I'm glad boy. her music God career damn. ended. This is one stupid bitch that did not need a, in a, a, an elevated platform. Ooh, Lord, boy. So beautiful and so goddamn dumb. <laughs> Jesus Erica God. Minna. Erica Minna is a fucking abuser. She is toxic in the motherfucker. She is mm -hmm. volatile as hell. And what Safari said was, 
he don't need his kids in a household where the police are always getting called because they're always fucking arguing. He said the police was called to their house multiple times and enough was enough. Yeah. Safari is every bit of a fucking bozo. He too is an being, abuser. Being, being mad at Erica, being mad at Safari for flirting or hooking up with somebody while y'all are legally separated and going through a divorce is fucking wild. Now that you, like, now that I think about it, ain't that always just kind of been Shekinah's role on Love and Hip Hop, being the, the Lord, this is going to sound so problematic, but being the single chick that's always in everybody else's business? Yes, that's her. Bitch can't keep a man. Bitch got a ton of baggage. Bitch won't go to therapy to work it out, but the bitch is telling everybody else how they should run their relationships. Get that monkey off your motherfucking big ass back before you start talking about who need to save what relationship. Well, Erica Minnett and Safari are better served apart in learning how to co-parent. I agree with him on that. Them kids do not need to be raised with the police always being called to their fucking home for a domestic dispute. Yeah. That line is that situation is black or white. Either you either you for abuse in a home or you against it. I mean, it is what it is. There's no gray area there. And I'm glad Safari chose to leave. Because how many times she going to put her hands on him and then he before he put his hands on her? She has adamantly stated he has never put his hands on her. But she do a lot of putting her hands on him, destroying things, talking to him any kind of way in front of the kids. All of that is abuse. All of that is abuse. That's abuse. I don't care how you sprinkle it. It's verbal abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, physical, all that stuff. Erica is an abuser. And she get away with it because she's not black. Let's call it thing a thing. If a black woman was on our TV screens carrying on like this, doing the shit that Erica does, behaving the way that Erica does, oh my gosh, she would be the most bitter black bitch they ever knew. See, this why this why y'all men don't want y'all. Y'all bitter, y'all angry, y'all abusive. But her, oh, they need to get back together. He just need to learn how to be a husband. She need to learn how to be a whole human being without a man by her side. Ooh, that's a word right there. That's a word right there. That's what she needs to do. That can apply to a lot of people. Switch the genders, switch the identity. That is can, yeah, can apply absolutely. to a lot of people. Mm. Absolutely. Learn to be a human being before you try to learn to be with somebody else. Take that with you and Hello. go home. New year, new new lessons to learn. Yes. Take with take with that back to your communities. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um also, why is Brooke so involved in what Booby is doing with sin? That ain't your business. Go sit down and figure out why you still with a nigga after he cheated on you while you was pregnant and could have brought you home any type of STDs and shit, STIs that could have affected you and your baby. You had the opportunity to fuck Booby and you did. Why are you worried about that man? Why are you worried about it now? Don't worry about what he doing with sin. 
Don't worry about if they flirting, rubbing, touching, kissing, hugging. It ain't your business. You got a husband. Go fuck on him. Mm. I can see why Marcus cheated. You keep your hand in everybody else's pot, but his. <laughs> you got your you got your nose everywhere, but between his but between his gooch. All right, <laughs> all right. Maybe if you went sniffing around his dick more and stayed out of everybody <laughs> else's business, yeah. All fucking right. That yeah. is ego. Maybe if milk. you. <laughs> Maybe if it's a new year, maybe you go put your nose on his runway. Oh. <laughs> I want you to hey. leave me alone. <laughs> I want her to leave us alone. Nosy, nippy nose and ass bitch who can't Bibi keep nosy. her home. <laughs> nippy nose and ass bitch who can't keep her home happy. God, so find you something to, say, to Marcus, do. Marcus is still very ugly. ugly. He is ugly. He ugly. He looks like a frog. <laughs> mm. <sighs> anyway, girl, leave, Brooke, girl, leave us the hell alone. Exactly. Um, to this. So, first of all, shout out to Amina for telling Peter she do not love him like that. He needed to hear it. He deserved to hear it. You have played 80, 11 games with these two women and you keep trying to put up a front like, oh, we just so cool. We we a unit now. Let me tell you, I'm going to be honest. I believe that Amina and Tara are very cool and neither of them fuck with Peter like that. That's the energy I was getting. They are very cool. They have come to some type of stable ground and they both realize that they don't fuck with Peter in any capacity. They don't need to be beefing with each other with a nigga that look like a good combo. Hello. And also, you did not beat up Cisco. You did not you did not beat up Cisco. Um I I just also want to make it known. <laughs> I want to make it known that um Jonathan is being really weird and Zell Swag is being really weird. And y'all trying to have an oppression off is very fucking strange. Y'all are both um, queer men. Y'all are both queer men of color. So I don't understand this whole Zell being, oh, y'all too gay. No, y'all are both queer. What like what the fuck do you? And then Jonathan crying and get Jonathan off my goddamn. Get Jonathan off my show trying to have a storyline. And get Zell Swag off my TV trying to act like he he uh, he one of the guys. Y'all are both fighting too hard to prove y'all y'all owns individual sexuality. He too gay. What do that mean? Y'all both like dick. No. Y'all are both queer men. One is one one who is bisexual and one who is gay. But ultimately, y'all are a part of the community. 
So calling somebody too gay and then Jonathan bringing up somebody being black, you can't hide blackness. Let me say that. And this is why oftentimes I don't fuck with other people of color. I don't really fuck with non-black people. Because you, you can make valid points about your sexuality without bringing up blackness. Don't do that. This is Ain't you proud to much. be black? Huh? Now, I was going to say, this is giving very much. Both of these stupid motherfuckers need something to fake argue about to be on the show. Yeah, because it makes absolutely no sense for a bisexual black man to be arguing with a homosexual, whatever ethnicity Jonathan is. Man, that's just when you, dumb. Because when you look at like both of their histories on their respective shows, like New York and uh, Hollywood... Zell literally wasn't nothing but like a bully, primarily to uh, Ray. Uh, but he really served no purpose for real, other than just to be comedic relief, somebody sidekick and a bully. And you look at Jonathan, he really served no purpose other than to be the messy queen troll. So like, what else can they do to have a spot on this show and get this check that they clearly both need than to be fucking stupid? Exactly. And please leave. I'll be glad when Stevie J shows up. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get Stevie J and Mimi back on Atlanta now that he and Faith are going through this divorce. Um, I first of all, let me say this. I don't know why you motherfuckers thought Faith Evans wasn't a savage. This is the same woman who was eating Biggie's ass. <laughs> you think she was incapable of cheating on Stevie J? <laughs> and it's what he deserved because Stevie J has treated say. people horribly. Because let's let's run down the timeline now. Stevie J was with Eve. When he was with Eve, he was said to be very abusive to Eve and even was leaking their new photos and videos. But that aside, Stevie J cheated on Eve with Mimi. Stevie J cheated on Mimi with Jocelyn. Stevie J cheated on Jocelyn with Estelita. And then Stevie J cheated on Estelita with Faith Evans. Any, any woman he get with that cheat on him, it is nothing but a return on the energy he has given to women for so many years. Correct. May you be cheated on for the next however many years you continue to live may you never have a good relationship you have never been good to women Fuck like you. ever like ever um but i think that's all i have for love and hip-hop i will say i'm very pleased with the with the messiness so far it's only gonna get messier because this is only like we're only like three or four episodes in so we still got some other mess. And then for the episode that's airing tomorrow, we see Sin and Erica Mena finally get into it and go at each other. And Erica Mena is still lying about them fake pages she created to talk shit on Sin. But now the fake page is her son's page. Mm. Like my thing is, you're not even a, for you to be such a, a bad bitch who always popping off, you're not even a real enough bitch to stand up in the shit that you say and do. That is an excellent point, considering what we're going to talk about next. You immediately default to being a fucking victim. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. It was you, bitch. We know it was you. Like, come on now. 
you can't be a you can't be a bad bitch and a weak bitch at the same time. Pick a position. You can't be a villain and a victim at the same time. Silly asshole. Speaking of silly assholes, we're gonna head over to Salt Lake City. Um I don't know. I'm gonna just drag Jen Shaw now because I'm tired of this bitch crying. <laughs> first things first, you made a conscious decision to be connected to in association with participating with i don't i'm not gonna say that you did these things but you are connected in some capacity because if you believe for a second that the fbi that homeland security that motherfuckers all the way from new york are coming to salt lake city utah to book you on charges for absolutely no reason you are crazy than a motherfucker. You need to stop playing in our faces. I know that you can't say much while these cameras are rolling, but you know you got yourself caught up in some bullshit. And you should act accordingly and put on your big girl panties and deal with the shit as it comes. That's all I'm saying. All this, I'm fighting for my freedom. You wouldn't have to fight for your freedom if you wasn't taking advantage of one of the most um, vulnerable communities around. Elderly fucking people. Scamming girl. But then you expect people to drop everything they doing and be at your beck and call because you caught up in some shit. I don't even fucking like Lisa. But you don't tell a motherfucker it's not about your time, it's about what I need. I'm not motherfucking Sharif. <laughs> I'm not fucking you. I don't I'm have not- to drop what I'm doing at the at the at your beck and call. I'm not the one if that's you getting indicted. Hello? If you didn't want to be going through this, you could have tried to make money legally. And let me say another thing. Coach Shaw knew what the fuck you was doing because this motherfucker sitting on our TV screen talking about downsizing the house and this, that, and the third so that y'all could save money and have money for legal fees and so on. He knew what the fuck was going on. He just stayed apart from it, which is evidenced by y'all having the separate bank accounts and all that kind of shit. Hello? He ain't no fool. He was not blindsided by this. He knew what the fuck was going on. My question is, this man makes $450,000 as a coach or some shit or $250,000 as a, as a coach or whatever the fuck. How much greedier would, did you want to be? Because if you sitting up here telling me that y'all can't live a nice life off of his six figure and not low six figure, we're not talking about a hundred thousand. We talking about well into the six figures. So if y'all couldn't live off that, plus the money that you were making from this show, how much more was it going to take? When was enough going to be enough? When did you plan to stop scamming elderly people? And then you sitting up here talking about, but I told my family, your family, that I will take care of everybody. So your elders matter, but nobody else's. Mm. Mm. The elderly people in your family matter, but not the ones you was ripping off Mm. and scamming and shit. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Mm. Now we get into the root. We get into the root. Yeah. I, let's just go ahead to the. I, I would um, like to well, say something. Go ahead, friend. <clears throat> now, now, do I agree that it is uh, fake as fuck <laughs> for uh, 
to Lisa to make a heel turn once the block got hot on Jen. Yes. However, expecting somebody to not move when smoke is coming is dumb. Now, and expecting the world to drop because you made a conscious decision that is now getting you indicted is also dumb. However, we all, we all know that Jen ain't got but two rutabagas swirling around in that goddamn head hood. That's why her wigs be so goddamn big. Hiding that damn closure. But I want to say this. I know I made fun of her for how she talked, which is hilarious and ironic coming from me, but still. This is a Meredith Mark stand account. Because how is it that no, friend, before we get there, let's talk about the yoga in the bottomless cave with uh, okay. Lisa and Whitney. First things first, there is no reason, there is no way in hell. This is how I could tell that you bitches is white as white come because absolutely nothing about Mary is fucking scary enough to not call her out on her shit. That bitch is no more, that bitch is, the, she a scammer just like Jen is. Her shit can come to a halt too. All you got to do is put a bug in the FBI ear if that's what you want to do. <laughs> no, nothing about Mary is so scary that I would be afraid to call this bitch out on her shit. You going to be afraid of somebody with wigs like that? That's crazy. No, you're going to be afraid of somebody who don't really own they fucking inheritance. Robert Sr. does. So it's just kind of like, what are y'all scared of? If Robert Sr. pulled a plug tomorrow, Mary won't have shit. Yeah. You know, Let's well, be honestly, honest. I, I feel like this whole we scared and intimidated of Mary is just contrived bullshit. Because you are not finna sit here and play in my face. I've been on this earth for 30 years. Be 31 in February. Lord willing. You are not finna sit here and play in my goddamn face and tell me that these women are scared of Mary fucking Crosby. When Girl. we talking about bitches who got more income than Mary ever will. Hello? Y'all sitting up, not even that. Let me let me walk back a little bit. Y'all about to sit up here and tell me that y'all are afraid of someone who falls asleep randomly. <laughs> like let's give it a fucking break there's nothing scary about mary but the, the other part is y'all have taken all this distance from jen shaw while simultaneously being afraid to call mary out on shit when people have multiple people have told y'all how harmful she is mm. Mm. Which I find extremely funny. Like, now granted, Jen and y'all are sitting up here talking about we believe Cameron. So how are y'all still friends with Mary if you believe Cameron? Hello, hello. If y'all believe Cameron, why are y'all still even in the vicinity of this motherfucker? Like, if y'all believe Cameron, why haven't y'all pulled a Meredith and been like, if Mary is coming, don't invite me to shit. Plan some of this face. Don't play in mine. This is some contrived shit. Yeah, please. It is. <laughs> and also, I'm sick of Jeannie and this like sister wife bullshit. 
tell that man that it's not that you can't have kids. You don't want any more kids, period. That's what this is about. Say the shit with your chest because you telling him, well, you know, I, I don't want to have any. I don't want to carry a kid because, you know, the miscarriages that this, how hard it is on my body. But you don't want to use a surrogate and this, that, <coughs> third. this is not a you just don't want any more kids. So just own that. You don't want any more kids in any capacity. You don't want a surrogate. You don't want to nothing. You don't, you just don't want more kids. And that's okay for you to say as a woman. You um remember when this season first started and that storyline was going and I said then that I want them to get this shit off my TV. Yeah. I still feel the same way. I still feel the same way. Stop fucking in a sister wife and this that yeah because you you don't have enough balls for somebody who pop fly every time you get a chance to marry you won't tell your husband but i don't want any more kids in any capacity i don't want a surrogate i don't want to carry it i don't want to adopt it i don't want it this i don't want more small kids our kids are getting older and i am done with the baby phase yeah like i That's am just that is. In, in all media, in all media, I am just over the straight man who wants more kids with a straight woman who doesn't want kids storyline. Like, men are dumb enough as is without me having to see that shit again on my TV. Absolutely. Please leave But to the alone. Peace Garden. Let's go to the Peace Garden. Which, which was nothing but peace. Y'all are going to stop playing in Meredith's space if I ask you don't invite me to shit if this bitch is here because in what world do y'all think y'all can force this woman to get over two plus years of Jen Shah being a fucking bigot towards her child? Knowing good and damn well if it was y'all child, y'all want to punch Jen in the fucking face. And the only reason the bitch apologized is because she was tired of Meredith being at her fucking neck and shutting her out of the friend group. And a half-assed apology at that. I would not be friends with this bitch either. I don't want to be where she is because for me, see, Meredith Marks is a classy lady. I'm a rat. And every time I would see this bitch, I would beat her up. Oh, God. Every time. Every time. Jen wouldn't want to come around me. Jen would ask if I'm going to be there. (laughs) Every time I would see her, it would be on site. Mm-hmm. So stop acting like Meredith is unfucking reasonable for not wanting to be around this lady. Not only and let's let's not only has this lady spent all those years antagonizing her son, she also allowed her employees to steal out of her fucking store and did nothing about it. And that's the motherfucker y'all want uh, Meredith to make a, a peace offering with. Girl, go to hell. Go to hell. But it was like my friend said, this peace meeting, this was, uh, they were in the garden of negativity. Right. And since we're here on Meredith, <clears throat> Meredith uh, Marks, this is a Meredith Marks stand account. Uh, because that's a real one. Because how in the fuck is the one person that rightfully can't stand Gene looking at you motherfuckers like, is it crack? Because y'all don't lost y'all fucking minds doing all this carrying on and backtrack, backtracking and backstabbing because all y'all don't talk shit about Jen, which she deserves. Don't get me wrong. She deserves it. She absolutely deserves it because she do the same shit. She has done the same shit. But how you big titty woman enough 
looking at you, Mary, looking at you, Lisa, looking at you, Whitney. How y'all big titty enough to talk all this shit about Jen behind her back? But when the motherfucker is in your face, now it's like, I never said anything about Jen. We didn't Don't say anything. We were just all shocked. I will say I want to give a huge kudos and shout out to Jenny for calling Mary on her bullshit. You said everything you could that was negative about Jen Shaw. Then they rolled the tape back. <laughs> and so I'm just very, very much so. It's I know some of this has to be scripted for TV because there's no way that the same Jen Shaw who had a fucking meltdown at Top Golf is sitting here calmly talking to the woman who who was just told that she was talking cash money shit about you. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fucking way. The same, the same Jen Shaw that told who was she told Whitney. The same one that she told Whitney she'll drown her. But now she's calmly sitting here knowing that Mary was talking hella shit about her. Mm. And Mary's real thoughts even came out when she was talking about, I hope you was found guilty. <laughs> I hope you found <laughs> that shit made me scream. <laughs> Cause it came out so smooth. It's like, you know, when like when somebody like drunk drunk and they real feelings start to come out because they got alcohol curve, that's what it's about to be. Yeah, like when you, that's when exactly meme- what it was. When your meemaw done had one too many, uh one too many shots of vodka. <laughs> Exactly. And this and exactly. my, my thing is this. My thing is this. Like I always say, stand up in it. Even if I don't fuck with it, I can at least respect the fact that you're gonna stand up in it. And honestly, you standing up in it makes for better TV. Like I don't understand. Hold on, let me sit up for this. Now I am nobody's producer, I'm nobody's businessman, I'm nobody's owner, none of that shit. However, it would just seem to me. That if you want a show to be mess, chaos, rather the TV, etc., it would seem to it would behoove to me to be like, if you're gonna talk all this shit, kick up all this shit, be woman enough, man enough, whatever, stand up in and own it, cause that gives more mess. Right. Cause what Jen gonna do? She's not gonna beat your ass. Right. She can't fight. I mean, you can't and, fight and, either, but you know. You know how uh, you know how phony you gotta be that the one person who cannot stand Jen's guts is appalled at how phony y'all are being. Listen, Meredith was like, "Oh, you bitches are crazy!" <laughs> like, what is wrong with y'all? Listen, said, "What is going on?" Meredith said, "If y'all gonna be her friend, be her friend. Hell, I don't even fuck with her, but goddamn, this is stupid." <laughs> and speaking of which, while we here, speaking of friends, I do not like. How Lisa tries to, what's the word, like own her friendship with Meredith, especially after all the snake shit you done done to Meredith. I, yeah. I ain't forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, friend. Come on, give it here. Because Take off. the the audacity of you to be a power that Meredith don't want to be around this this negativity, even though it's negativity and it's someone she can't stand, but. She's a part of y'all carrying on. She's a part of this fakeness. And you have the audacity to be upset to tell her that if you're my friend, stay here and go through all this shit. Bitch, excuse you. After you won 
literally chose Jen over me, over somebody you we've been friends for years. You just met Jen when y'all started this fucking show. Knowing what Jen has done to not only her, but her family and her business, the fact that you chose this motherfucker over Meredith and only now coming back when it's convenient for you. But then have the audacity right. to try to own her like Meredith, not a grown titty ass woman to make her own decisions. Lisa, you can go to hell. Hello. Well, you are the you are the definition of a vindictive ass white woman, Lisa Barlow. And that is why this podcast is a Lisa Barlow hate account. Hello. Because you got me fucked up. Meredith better than me. Because the well would have told you to go straight to hell. Hello. Yeah, I don't I don't care for Lisa. I'm going to be honest. I don't care for Lisa. I don't care for Whitney. I don't care for Heather. And I don't care for Mary because y'all are y'all are grandstanding. Yes. Y'all absolutely believe that Jen is guilty. Yeah. And y'all are too cowardly to own it. It's fair. It's fair. If you look at if you don't even need all the details to know that something is not right. Because there's, listen, Homeland Security, the FBI, and Please. fucking police officers from New York City brought their asses to Utah to charge you and charge somebody that you are very close to with wire fraud and scammery. Who wouldn't think something is, is there's some truth in there? And my thing is, on the episode that it aired, Y'all put together pieces about their lifestyle, about how she, you know, frequently lies, the shit that Meredith brought up about her letting employees steal out of her business, et cetera. Like, so y'all piece together the pieces that something in these grits is gritty about this motherfucker. Then when the motherfucker is in your face, then it's like, oh, we never said that. It is my hope. And again, fuck Jim. But it is my hope. That on the reunion, they play all this shit back so she can see how phony y'all are. Now, again, she don't have a right to be upset because she phony as fuck, too. But I just want to see the reaction. That's what I want to see. Absolutely. Say it with your chest when it comes to scam shy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Y'all done already turned it into the garden of negativity, so get the shit off your chest. I just have a problem with the lack of courage that y'all possess to really state how y'all feel about this situation. No, y'all don't think Jen Shah is innocent until proven guilty. Y'all all all have some knowledge of the way that Jen Shah moves financially to know that there is some truth to this situation and call her out on it. Are you maybe they're scared to do it on camera for legal reasons, but honestly, the way Jen has been moving and the little receipts that everybody has, you know, Meredith with the stealing stuff and, you know, how she's always paying for shit cash and Louis Vuitton and she's been tagged in the luxury stores. Y'all know that there's some there's some truth to what's going on in this situation. And y'all have expressed as such, y'all have said as much until y'all get in her face and then y'all wanna act like y'all are there for her. She can lean on y'all. No, bitch, you can't lean on me scamming elderly people. No, you can't. Right. Deal with it on your own. Keep that in your home. But nobody owes Jen Shaw shit. She despicable. 
and her assistant didn't already play guilty. So there's absolutely, absolutely some truth to all of this shit. Yep. <clears throat> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fucking fire. Also, please leave, um, please leave us alone with this Mormon shit. If you don't want to be a Mormon no more, just don't be one. Yeah, I ain't care about none of that. I don't care about none of it because I know a lot of times the way religion can work is a lot of people do get brainwashed into believing the shit instead of looking at what's in front of them. Like like Heather's brother said, there's absolutely nothing normal about married men marrying 14-year-old girls. Right. That's not fucking normal. But one day a lot of people need to have a come to God, need to have a uh, not even come to God. They need to have a, a a come to reality conversation about a lot of these religions and how harmful right. they are. Correct. Once once motherfuckers was allowed to when you put men in power in charge of anything, that's what they're going to do. They're going to taint it. They're going to taint it. It's going to become tainted. You can look at religion as a whole, and anytime a man is is put in charge of, of religion, they do dumb shit. Just saying. Um, I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, I want somebody to be like, Jen, you did that shit, bitch. She talking about this could be my last time doing this or my last time, and it should be. If you are found guilty, if the... If the evidence they have stands up in the court of law and you are found guilty, I'm glad this will be your last time being able to do anything because this will be your last time also being able to scam elderly people out of their heart of out of their money. Well, I see my son graduate. Will I see this go to medical school? If you wasn't doing none of the shit you was doing, this wouldn't even be an issue. Because I want to say this. I want to say this to the scammers of the world. The rent gonna always come due for y'all. Mm-hmm. Even if it ain't publicly, mm-hmm. at some point the rent is gonna come due. Because a lot of people, it's not hard to scam people. If we really wanted to be scammers, friend, we could be scammers. Especially but guess Twitter. what? I don't want to scam people. I don't need that on my conscience. I don't want to take advantage of people. I don't want to do harm to people, especially people in very, very vulnerable situations. I don't want to harm my own people. I don't want to harm women that look like me. I don't want to harm elderly people. I don't want to harm, I don't want to do none of that. You make a choice to do that. You make a choice to scam. So when the rent comes due, be ready to pay it, baby. That's all I'm saying. When the rent come due, have your funds ready. Jen, the rent came due for you. You would think with all the Gucci, Louis, Prada, all the 80,000, 90,000 six-figure birthday parties you throwing for yourself and other people and renting out the top golf, you would think you would have had some money saved to for that retainer fee. Now you and this motherfucker is scrimping and scraping and scrambling to try to come up with $2 million for legal fees. Bitch, you were scamming backwards. You ain't even got nothing to show for it. All you got is some motherfucking shoes. You better get on Poshmark and get to selling, bitch. You better sell that Birkin, baby. Because I can't believe you was doing all that scamming for all that years and you ain't even got lawyer money. You was arrogant. You didn't think the rent would ever come due. 
but now your lease is being terminated. So, worst of luck to you. Crying ass, crash bandicoot, tiki face ass bitch. You can cry into the fucking abyss. You can cry into the bottomless cave. Send your tears down there. But the fact remains, you are a fucking scammer and nobody has to drop what they're doing to be your support system after you did great harm to motherfuckers. Go to hell. The rest of you bitches are cowards. Y'all can't even call this bitch out and say shit with your chest. Scary Karens. A bunch of scary fucking Karens. Mm. Child, fuck y'all. Is that it, friend? Yep. That's it. New year, new shows, new mess. We back. Happy 2022. Wear a mask. Get get vaccinated, get boosted, stay your ass in the house. It's not safe out here. Take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones. Get ready to um if you aren't subscribed to our Patreon, get subscribed. I promise we're adding new content to the Patreon. We got real life special coming with Randy, myself, and a new podcaster. Gucciana Grande herself, Taylor Nicole, where we will be discussing love, life, sex, and intimacy as Black women in different phases of our life and what that looks like. We'll then we'll be adding THC talks with people of color because there are some conversations to be had about how the world is revolving and cannabis is legal. It's starting to become more and more legal, yet Black people are continually shut out of legal cannabis after being jailed for decades and decades now for selling marijuana. So we're going to have some good conversations on the Patreon. Make sure you subscribe. Oh, and Jeremy, your faves, me and Jeremy will be doing a video podcast, a video cast, if you will, uh, probably once a month, one episode out of our month, and it'll be going straight to the Patreon so if you want to see how we be looking when we be discussing some of this dumb shit and you want to, you know, get some maybe behind the scenes footage or some post show footage, you don't want to just you don't want to subscribe to our Patreon at a minimum of the red noise level, but treat yourself to the to the blue noise level for $10 a month. You won't be disappointed. With that said, we are out. Peace, niggas. We'll see y'all niggas next week.